the there's always time for the drive-through deal because no matter how fast you are at making breakfast mcdonald's is faster start your morning at mcdonald's and enjoy one of our tasty bagel sandwiches for breakfast try the steak egg and cheese bagel or the sausage egg and cheese bagel order ahead on our app and pick it up curbside Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. Hi, I'm Elmo. Apparently. And you're listening to You're My Best Friend. This is getting really spiritual. You're my best friend. With two of my best friends, Maxia. So we're we're not going to kiss then? I promise let me tell you this. Dropping a taco is a national emergency. You, I'm cutting you off. You're listening to You're My Best Friend, a podcast about life, friendship, and tacos. Here are your hosts, Industrious Moxie Ann and the amusing Ruben J. Welcome to You're My Best Friend, a podcast about life, friendship, and tacos. My name is Ruben J. And my name is Moxie Ann. What's with the weird British accent? I don't like whenever it. You want, whenever you roll an R in that intro, it makes me want to roll an R, but there are no R's in Moxie. So I just end up doing some kind of weird accent thing. I don't know. Well, my name is Ruben J. And my name is Moxie. <laughs> that was slightly weird. I mean, I'm going to be honest. That was a little weird. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going with it, though. Nope. Nope, I'll probably edit that part out. Uh, this week's episode, man, I'm super excited for. I'm super stoked for. I am wet. I am. I am ready for it. I am disturbed by that. Very oh, disturbed. Moxie is dis- dis- disturbed. <laughs> that took you way too long. <laughs> it did. It really did. And I, I, I don't like it whatsoever. I, I'm usually a lot. I can't snap at that. F- I'm usually a lot faster. That's what she said. I have issues with you, man. You've always had issues with me, man. Always. Hey, you know what? Uh, Before we get any further in this podcast, we should let people know that our seven-year anniversary, our seven-year friendiversary uh, just passed. And Moxie got me nothing. I got you a Christmas gift and a birthday gift on the same day. You know what that really becomes? What? A birthday gift. No, no, because the birthday gift was like five different things. And the Christmas gift was a six month subscription to something. And I packaged them individually. So suck it. Yeah, but you gave them to me on the same day and made me open them on the same day. Therefore, and that day happened to be my birthday. Therefore, they were birthday gifts. Nope. No, that's not how this works. Also, can we also talk about how you still owe me a birthday dinner? I, you know what? Just because you were the one who beat up the McDonald's lady doesn't mean that I did not buy you a birthday dinner. I mean, technically, I think Brad did. No, I did. Oh, never mind. it was me. I bought you those nuggets, and you're not even grateful. I didn't have nuggets. Yes, you did. You had a McRib. I had a McRib and a spicy McChicken. That's what I had on my birthday. (laughs) 
on my birthday. Best birthday ever. Uh, well, I did say that if 2020 was a birthday dinner, it would definitely be the McRib. <laughs> and somebody said I'm giving the McRib a little too much credit. Well, 2021 seems to be 2020 part two. 2020 part dokes. Um, hey, you know what? Real quickly, before we d- dive into actually the meat and potatoes of this podcast, um, we I, I just want to briefly, uh, I don't know what's going to happen by the time this, this podcast airs. I just I literally just got uh, a, 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 an alert from the Wall Street Journal saying that apparently the president's cabinet is trying to is, is attempting to do the 25th Amendment uh, on him. Uh, oh, I don't, my goodness. I don't know why, honestly. Um, but the day we're recording this has been a hectic day for our nation um, and a day that we're going to look back at uh, either in shame or saying, thank God we fought back. One of the two. I'm not really sure where it's going to land just yet. Um, but I, I just, you know, if, if you're listening to this, which is the only way you would hear this or by watching this, uh, I just want to let you guys know that, you know, while the future of our country is important, I, I do believe that, um, you know, rioting and violence is is just not not the answer um, yeah. at this point in time. Uh, I know a lot of people will be like, but the revolution um, <laughs> and I'm going to say, well, it's a little bit it's a, it's a lot different where we're at now. Um, yeah, this is kind of n- nuanced. Yeah, this is different. Exactly. Um, I'm getting so many notifications right now. So yeah, funny. I know. Are you popular or something? With one person. It's one person. <laughs> it's a Brad. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, like these are weird times. I definitely slept most of the day because I woke up, saw what was happening, and was like, "Nope, don't like that." And then I went back to sleep. Nope, don't Thinking- like that. Maybe if I went back to sleep, I could just sleep through it. And that was not the case. Um, But seriously, like people, you know, whichever side of this you fall on, I stay off Facebook, stay off Instagram. And for the sake of everything that is holy, stay off Twitter. And what's wrong with Twitter? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) No, but seriously, like, just be reasonable. Um, No matter which side of the political sidelines you fall on, uh, recognize things for being right and wrong, regardless of the reason. Um, Even if you're somebody who believes in doing the wrong thing for the right reasons, like, it's still the wrong thing. And it's okay to condemn the wrong thing, even if it's on the side that you fall on. Um, And... I have always believed that. I think that that's an important value to hold regardless of what is going on. So uh, stay reasonable, stay sane, and just hang on because we're all going to be okay, I think. Just hold on to what we got. Let's raise a couple more to the revolution. (laughs) You totally just ruined mine. I did. That's what what Hamilton did. Dollar in the jar. Well, with all that being said, uh, today's episode <laughs> is brought to you by our Amazon link. And this is the time where I give Moxie about 90 seconds to talk. So go, Moxie, and go. Yay, here we go. Okay, so the Amazon link is the coolest thing ever, especially if you actually shop on Amazon, which some people do. My grandma doesn't, and she apologized to me for that. But it's okay, grandma. I love you. Um, so what you want to do, go down to the episode description. 
tap the first thing. No, it's the second thing this week. Tap the second thing that shows up in that description. Wait, 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 wait. It, what's, what's, what's the first thing? The first thing is to go follow us on Facebook because my New Year's resolution for the podcast is for us to reach 1,000 likes on Facebook. So go do that and then go buy something on Amazon. Hopefully not something embarrassing because we don't we don't know what it is that you're buying. But I can if, see. Uh, don't tell them that. Oops. <laughs> so go down to our episode link description and uh, episode link description, whatever. Go down to the description, copy that link, put it in your browser and that's just going to take you to amazon and from there you just shop you just pr make your purchase maybe you're buying groceries maybe you're buying tampons maybe you're buying a purse maybe you're buying a water bottle maybe you're buying other things but whatever you buy this is the greatest part whatever you buy it's not going to cost you anything extra to support the show if you use that link and it sends us 10% of what you paid. So basically, it's like we gave you a 10% off discount and then just took it. Is that how that works? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we got the product for 10% off and sold it to them for full price. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. A little bit like that. Kind of like what yeah. the hotel business does to... No, how third-party hotel apps do the hotel rooms. How do they do the hotel rooms? Very dirty. Ew, stop. <laughs> so head over to the, the description down below or head over to multimediamouth.com forward slash Amazon and click on the banner. That helps banner. us out as well. Um, hey, in two weeks, we have uh, a couple of great things uh, coming to you as well. So all I got to say is stay tuned for that. We have some big announcements uh, coming very, very soon. Uh, and Moxie, you're leaving this week. I am. You're I am. You are going to the great, great city of Chicago. And what? I am super excited for you. Um, you know, you are, you're jumping on a jet plane and going to the windy city, Chicago. No, I'm not. I'm not doing that. That's not what I'm doing. What, where did you get that from? You told me that you're going on a flight to go to Chicago. I told you Colorado. That's a state, not a city. Also, it's an entirely different area of the country. Are you okay? Cool. All right. So Ruben's just had a brain aneurysm. And, hey, uh, hey, 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 hey. Too soon, man. Too soon. <laughs> Jay-Z or Dr. Wow. <laughs> Dr. Dre just had a brain aneurysm. Why am I laughing at that? Oh no. Are you okay? No. <laughs> oh, it's been a day. Dr. Dre. Oh, never mind. I'm over it. So I'm going to Colorado and Ruben apparently just had a very good date, which I can only tell because he is stumbling. <laughs> You're not supposed to talk about my dating life and and on the podcast. Well, too bad. Is she pretty? She's gorgeous. What's her hair color? She has hair. <laughs> I was too too busy staring into her beautiful blue eyes. Oh, blue eyes! So probably blonde. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, do you have access to my friends list? <laughs> Did I make that private? I need to. Um, anyway, so this week's episode, we are going to do something a little fun, a little special, a little something for you. Um, this week's episode, we are going to dive into the importance of what did I say interpersonal investments. Yeah, that's when you invest in people. Yes, personally. <laughs> Um, so if you're thinking, this is, if you, if you, <laughs> if you think that this, this week's episode is just one giant, uh, MLM, uh, pitch, it's probably is because I'm going to teach you how to invest in people personally. Yes. Invest. So one of the things that, um, Moxie likes to remind me of is that we fight like cats and dogs. What was that tongue thing? That was weird. I was, I, Miley Cyrus possessed me for a second. That sounds both hot and weird at the same time. Thanks. <laughs> um, so Moxie, Moxie, wow. Moxie likes to remind me that uh, we fight like cats and dogs. And uh, actually earlier this week, we got into a little bit of a tiff. Um that actually inspired me to uh, to do this conversation on the air because afterwards I realized, you know what? It's a good thing that you and I invest in bettering our friendship uh, as we go on. So do you want to tell people what happened or should we just let them guess? We can tell them. No, I'm asking I mean if you want to tell them. Oh, that's fine. I mean, I'm a woman. I get pissed off for no reason sometimes. Mm -hmm. No, but seriously, like this rarely happens. I'm usually very in control of my emotions and my instincts. And for some reason last week, I just got really pissy one day. Like I was annoyed. I was so irritable beyond belief. I never get like this. I just wanted to hit something. I don't know why. I I don't understand. It's like sometimes... I'll get these really strong emotions for no reason. Like one day, uh, about a year and a half ago, I woke up and I just had this really strong urge that I wanted to hold a baby or like a, like a dog or something alive and small that I could just hold. It's really weird. What does this so have to do with our tiff? Well, no, but like sometimes I just wake up and I have these emotional instincts that I don't understand. So that one day last week, I was really upset for no reason about everything. I got upset with my mom. I got upset with my sister and my dad and the TV and the shower and Brad and Ruben and like everything possibly that I could be upset about. I was upset about. So Ruben messaged me and was being his usual annoying self. Hey, you know and what? Let's be real here. I was not <laughs> being that annoying at all. Actually, I think I was being very reasonable for the situation and I was just asking you some questions. You were messaging me repeatedly the same message. That's not true. And well, or something along those lines. And it was very irritating. And. And she yelled at me. I, I just said, please stop talking. Via the internet. That's all I said. In a very rude tone. That, in a very that, mean attitude. I just said, please stop talking. You didn't say it like that, though. And then I sent you a link 
to a Google sheet that I made for you. But it wasn't what I wanted. Well, does it work? That's not the point. Uh Uh-huh. That's what I thought. Listen, if I asked you for a hamburger because I was hungry and you brought me a salad, it works technically because, you know, I'm hungry and a salad will make me not hungry. But at the same time, I asked for a hamburger. Same kind of concept here. Unrelated. Do you want to go get dinner after this? Actually, can we? (laughs) I really want a burger now. (laughs) Dude, medium rare burger sounds amazing right now. Ooh, you know where we should go? The burger kitchen? That place. The, that place uh, on 17th or Main or whatever that is that has the like grass fed hamburgers. Oh, no, that place was lame. No, it's so good. I, I mean, no, it's it's not really. I mean, the beef was eh, no, no. If we're going to get a burger, let's either go to like a really fancy place or like a freaking hole in the wall. Um, mm. Completely. Or in bes- and out. Completely. Or in and out. Completely beside the point anyway i'm gonna, so got- i'm actually gonna i'm looking up the conversation right now because i want to be accurate about this because <laughs> uh because so what we're talking about was some some development stuff that we're doing here and some you know a process that i want um and moxie instead of doing what i wanted said how about we do this instead and basically what i was asking her is to explain what the goal was for that because i don't see i didn't see the point of doing it her way when my way was what I was requesting and her way just didn't make sense to me at the time. And so we're talking about it. Just like a man. Excuse me. <laughs> um, I like how the role, the roles are slightly reversed here right now. <laughs> um, uh, so then she replies, okay, so you will, people will get this. Hopefully she replies. Uh, she says, hold on. <laughs> And so I reply to what I got, (laughs) which is obviously a reference to Bon Jovi. And her response was, no, just stop talking. (laughs) So I replied with, wow. She responded with with a laugh face. And I said, how rude. Then she (laughs) replies, with a link to a Google Doc that doesn't even work. So I said, fail, wrong link, can't access doc. And as I was typing out, fix it, please, she sends me the right link. But I still sent the words, fix it, please. And before I could even click on the link, she goes, please stop talking and I was trying to explain to her in the process that the link that she sent me originally was not working before I could connect the fact that she had sent me a link that worked she had already sent please (laughs) stop talking I've admitted that I was in the wrong here no, no, I'm, I'm not saying that you didn't. Um, and so I responded with, not my problem then, talk tomorrow. And I bounced. I stopped talking to her. It was a good decision, honestly. Um, because I got really heated. Like, I was really upset. I wasn't, like, mad because of, of 
I wasn't mad at, at the the reason why we we're having that conversation. I was mad at your response. And I have a really bad habit of when I say when I get angry or upset, I I say things to hurt people. Yes. <laughs> like if we get in a fight, uh, which is why I always tell Moxie we haven't really been in a fight because when we get in a fight, I actually I, I fight to harm people, not fight to wound. I fight to kill, not fight to wound. Ah. And so I just like, I bounce. I'm like, I'm done. I took my sleeping pills already. Like, I'm not going to sit here and whatever, you know? And long story long, we went, you know, the next day she and I had a really long conversation about what happened. And, you know, after that conversation, I realized, you know what? We should talk about this on the air and let people know that like, communication and investing in, in your relationships with people that are important to you is an important thing to do. So without all that being said, Moxie, do you have anything that you would like to say about our conversation, our, our TIFF, any facts that you would like to th- try to throw in there, alternative facts, um, anything that you think the listeners need to know that that's important regarding this, uh, this situation? Um, one of the things that I would want to add, I think is just uh, something about, you know, we don't we don't always have the best communication via text or, you know, I, I don't think anybody ever has the best communication via the Internet. I think that um, reading other people's messages, while it can be good for some things, it's not really great long term for sustaining relationships. And you need that face to face interaction. You need that personal interaction. Um interpersonal investment, if you will. And that is something that Ruben and I, you know, we will, it'll build up for a month or two or (laughs) however long it builds up for. And then we get together and we have a meeting either accidentally or on purpose. And it's usually in person. Um, It's usually either like over the phone or in person, but somewhere where we can actually look and hear each other like for real, and we've sorted it out and we figure it out. And even though we're different and it's hard to have a working relationship with anyone, it is especially hard to sustain a friendship and a working relationship at the same time. And it requires double the amount of effort. Yeah, but abs- absolutely. It pays off. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, last year we had um, a couple of situations that, that popped up over you know, over our, our time doing podcasts together. And there was like, like a four week period where we were just really agitated at each other. Yeah. And, and I felt like every time Brad was around, he would just like try to like, <laughs> you know, duck away and like not be a part of it because he knew that we, we, you know, we just, you know, uh, what was that time where we were like all driving in a car together and you and I were fighting and there was this really awkward pause. And then Brad just went, Let's go, girls. <laughs> no, not only did he just go, let's go, girls. He did the full, na, 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 na. Let's go, girls. <laughs> um, and yeah, we were fighting it's over. Just My boyfriend is Shania Twain. <laughs> yeah, we were. <laughs> Hello. Uh, that makes a lot more sense now. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, we, we were fighting over. This is right when the pandemic first started. And this is before any like mask mandates or anything. And this is before like people walked around with like 70 masks in their pocket. And I walk in, we walk into a Baskin Robbins and, uh, Oh, that's when that was the lady refused to serve me because I didn't have a mask. And, uh, 
and I said some things. She said some things. Ice cream was thrown. Uh, I ended up winning because you guys still bought my ice cream for me. Um, but uh, then in the car, you and I got into it over over the, the whole mask, you know, masking situation, whatever. You were just like, "Why don't you just do it?" I'm like, "Because I don't want to. And I don't have one. So shut up." Um, and Brad's just like, "No, no, 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 no." And so you know, but then of course you know we we spent couple of weeks kind of agitated at each other and then we do this long marathon recording i think we did like 19 hours of recording yeah and at, it was a lot at one o'clock in the morning uh we're packing up the studio and i look at you and i kind of felt like it was a jim and pam jim and pam moment without like the relationship side and I, i'm not sure if you looked at me or i looked at you and we're like okay we're gonna fight <laughs> <laughs> And but that turned out to be a really productive conversation. Yeah, we had, a, like, I think, a two and a half conversation about how, you know, Moxie and I have very distinctively different ways that we like to handle conflict. Um, I, again, I either, you know, fight to kill or avoid it. Um, and Moxie just wants to say her piece and deal with it and hopefully move on in a positive direction. Is that, is that an accurate depiction of how you handle conflict? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I tend to, I either, um, I, I avoid it completely or I tackle it head on. And the way I handle conflict depends on how I feel about the person. So if it's somebody I really care about, I run head first into conflict and I'm like, we need to figure this out. Then how come we waited four weeks? Because you get very pissy, my friend. No, I don't. I would like to point something else out when you asked if I had something else to point out. The way that I was that night last week is the way that... Uh, We lost lost Moxie. I don't know what happened there. Um, Moxie, did your internet die? Are Are you gone? Are you there? Moxie, are you there? Oh, there you are. <laughs> no, but serious. Okay, you know what? The way that the way that I got that one week, not like I was, because I was very hormonally, femaley, annoying and annoyed. But Ruben, was- I Moxie, you keep your your internet just keeps knocking you off. What's going on here, Mo- Moxie? Are you there? Oh, she's back. She's back. <laughs> you have too much power. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Congress right now. <laughs> Ruben will do kind of the exact same. What? Oh, that was an a- that one was an accident. That one was an accident. Uh huh. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. Ruben no, will- but like, there are times when myself included, people in my life have been like, "Dude, what the hell is wrong with Ruben right now?" And I'm like, Wait, ah, he's "What?" Just in one of his moods. Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> Who said that? Other than Brad. <laughs> Do you need more than Brad? Well, I need to know who else I've upset. Well, no, I mean, not upset on a personal level, but like they've seen things that you've said online or like done in person. And they're like, is he okay? And I'm like, yeah, he's just in one of his moods. And I'm learning that when you get in that mood where you just need to fight anything (laughs) that I just need to like back off. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God I haven't been in one of those moods in about three days. (laughs) 
It's not something I'm ever going to change about you. And if I engage, then we fight. So I kind of just like... What's what's the word? Like de-escalate when you're See, like that. Here's, here, here's the other thing too, though. I, I'm very much... Uh, I, I grew up in, a, in, a, in an area, in an environment where... You know, if you enjoy somebody's uh, friendship and and uh, you know enjoy having them around, um, you know the way that you express appreciation to them is uh, by being really mean to them. And so, the thing is, there's a line, and also, this is from. You're saying this to the girl whose friend group legitimately decided that there is a sixth love language, and it is sarcasm and insults. This is also coming from the girl who gets upset when I use sarcasm and insults. Okay, but you do it in a mean way. That's not true. And you don't balance it with the other side of the spectrum. I give you money. What's the other side of the spectrum? The other side of the spectrum is paired with the sixth love language. You have to have all the other five love languages. So you have to be consistently letting your friends know that you care about them, that you respect them, that you value time with them. All of Did those I not things. get and, you a Christmas card? And you have to do it in such a way that they are good at hearing it. So like if you're telling somebody like, if your love language is physical touch and another's is gift giving, like say, okay, say you and I were dating. This is let's not, weird. No, I'm, let's not. Okay. <laughs> say you and Brad were dating. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Let's say, say that last part again. Say it again. No. Just, and just, 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 your, just, your love just, language just, is just, gift giving. Can you, so can you, you just, can, no! you, can you just say it one more time? No. Please. No. Please. No, please. No. So your love language, let's just say your love language is gift giving. So you value it when people give you gifts. Brad's love language is uh, he's so high up on all of them. Um, Brad's <laughs> love language is quality time. Oh, yeah. And, and so to show you that he loves you, he tries to spend a lot of time with you. But for you, love la- like in terms of how much you value quality time, it's like way down at the bottom. This is a bad example, but I'm going to go with it. So like Brad keeps trying to show you that he loves you by spending quality time with you. But what you really need is for him to give you a gift. Like it could be something small. It could be like a post-it, but because what am I a gold digger? <laughs> because, Oh, okay. Well then say it's reverse. Say that your, your love language is quality time and Brad's love language is gift giving. And he keeps trying to give you gifts to show that he loves you. But all you really want is for him to spend time with you. You know, Brad, you still spend enough time with me. <laughs> it's the same thing with your friends. I have, I have a, a one friend in particular who her love language is definitely gift giving. Um, and she's good at all of the areas, but like out of all my friends, she's the one who, whenever Melody? I'm going through something difficult or anything like that, like she'll Carly. just drop. No, it's not Carly. Melody? She'll just drop. No. Elaine. She'll, she'll just drop by and leave me something. And that's what Sarah. she excels at. And it's what she values. That's all the friends and you have. You Seriously? 
Is it me? No. You do give me gifts, though. But that is actually something I've noticed about you. When you know that you messed up, you usually will bring me food. <laughs> <laughs> food fixes all. Um, anyway, sorry, I kept interrupting you. Uh, what were you saying? It's okay. Like, long story short, you have to, the same way that, like, you do the five love languages test with your significant other, and then you figure out what they love, and you try to give that to them. You, but you got to do the same thing with your friends. And so that applies to me how? Because you don't always do that. Explain. So if you, it, you say that sarcasm and insults are a form of showing love, but you have to balance sarcasm and insults with the other love languages, even if it's just like, like if you're constantly, in, this is an example, if you're constantly insulting me based on the fact that I don't get things done on time, then you also need to acknowledge when I do get things done on time and let me know that even though you're making fun of me for not getting things done on time, you still respect me and you still know that I'm trying my best. Can I ask you a question? Yes. When was the last time you got something done on time? I was in, I was logged into this before you were. I, that's not getting something done on time. It's being somewhere on time. It's a completely different story. This is what I'm talking about. How's the studio coming along, by the way? I can easily name like five things that I've done just off the top of my head recently that I did on time. For the podcast? And, and yes. Like, and like what? Like downloading the videos, like scheduling posts, like posting see, I don't, on a. See, but none of those are really on a deadline, though. I'm going to get so many messages from people who this don't. This is what I'm talking about. You know, people love our, our, our chemistry, even when we do <laughs> stuff like this. Uh, but I will get messages from people every now and then be like, dude. That's all I say. <laughs> <laughs> just, just dude. Um, so. <laughs> dude. So what worked about our last conversation in particular that you think um, people who are listening to this? Because I, I think we're in a really interesting time because you know, uh, a lot of us, uh, well, a lot of, not a lot of us, a lot of people aren't working right now. Uh, you know, obviously we're not able to go out and do things. You're not able to escape, um, from, from people as easily as we were a year ago. But, you know, so with that being said, you know, we're, we're in tight quarters with people a lot. Um, you know, a lot of people are in relationships with people. They live together, whatever. Um, our conversation that we had the other day, I thought was really, really good. Um, what did, what do you think, uh, we accomplished that people listen to this might, might be able to benefit from as well? Um, well, you know, just to start, uh, I think I thanked you on the call, but I wanted to say thank you for calling me and for being proactive about resolving that. I cannot stress enough the value of proactivity in those situations when you have that conflict with a friend and then like, you have two choices, fight or flight. And you can either run straight towards your friend and go, hey, we need to fix this because I really value your friendship. Or you can just avoid and make it awkward. And I've been on both sides of that. I have had things like done to me and then had to run towards the situation. And I've had friends run away from the situation. Um, 
it sucks and it really damages your friendship. I can think of one friend in particular who I we had a big issue and we never figured that out and it did I at this point I'm pretty sure it's irreparable uh <laughs> irreparable damage um do I need but, to do I need to set up an intervention no no that would be weird is it who I think it is probably <laughs> but that being said one of the things that really helped disarm me in that conversation, which I knew I was in the wrong, like that was a great starting point for us to start from was me knowing that I was wrong and you being proactive and calling me and saying, Hey, are we good? That was pretty much all that took that time. It helped that I really wasn't annoyed about anything that was real. I mean, I got annoyed at Brad that day because his, his voice, like <laughs> I knew that I was irrational that day. And so it helped, though, because you called and we got to talk about it over the phone with our actual voices and not like a weird, strange texting scenario. Um, it helped to be able to hear you. It helped that you called me and that you were basically just saying like, hey, you seemed weird. Are you OK? Getting to the heart of the matter, not the fact that you felt attacked, which you were attacked. Uh, you know, like you legitimately bear. attacked and. What? I was attacked by a vicious bear. <laughs> no, but that was one of the things you asked. You're like, hey, this isn't like you. Are you okay? And it was like, yeah, I know that wasn't like me. It was odd. I'm fine, though. Are we fine? And then we were fine. Um, you checked with me on that. And then we went over the issue that was kind of the issue of the Google Doc versus the Google Sheet. And you acknowledged that I had a point with what I did. And... Even though, yeah, you did. I thought I just conceded on no grounds. N no. Oh, okay. You acknowledged that it, it, even though you didn't think there was a difference between needing a Google Doc or needing a Google Sheet, you acknowledged that what I did basically had the same effect and that you didn't care that much, which is another thing. You don't care too much. <laughs> Well, I mean, even even when, you know, you and I have been in situations where I think we both were uh, heavily invested in the outcome of that discussion, I still feel like we end up in a better place uh, after having our conversations and our discussions than if we would just would have swept it under the rug, even though I tend to sweep things under the rug a lot. I'm noticing that you're doing that less now, and I think that that's been really good for us recently. Um, and one of the things I said to you the other day, actually, is that I felt like 2020 for us, because of uh, various outside forces and things that we were dealing with, 2020 for us was kind of a roller coaster, emotionally speaking. And we, through a couple of fights, like it was a rough year for us on a personal level. Um, and interpersonally, it was a rough year for us. And so I felt like coming out of like, the the last quarter of 2020 we finally kind of hit our stride and we're able to like work it out and be more efficient as a team and be better as a team but it took us like the better part of a year to figure that out yeah and i think a lot of it too is that there were so many outside forces i think 2019 for us was a good year um yeah. mainly i think a lot of it was mainly because you were so busy that I was literally doing all the work and you 
wanted to do more and I didn't let you. And then 2020, I kind of turned around and made it so that, um, sorry, I got a random text message. Um, so, so, you know, we, we may, you know, 2020, like I was kind of forced to, to lean on you in a lot of ways. Um, and a lot of it was a learning curve for me to learn how to communicate properly in that, that process. Um, and well, then- and I don't want to downplay the effect that just all the crap that happened in 2020 had on us. Cause like both of us were going through quite a lot last year, especially mm-hmm. you. And that, I mean, you were in, you were in a dark spot for a long time. <laughs> yeah. You know, a couple of months. Um, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not there anymore. That's all that matters. Um, but, um, so, <laughs> so with that being said, um, I think it's important to, you know, I, I want people to know that sometimes in friendships, it is okay to walk away from a conversation that isn't going the way that you want it to. Um, it's okay to get upset at somebody and nicely tell them to kick rocks for a little while. Um, but of course the more important part of it is to turn around and realize, and I honestly, like, honestly, I felt terrible about that conversation. I know it was over nothing, but I felt like part of me, you know, I don't like people thinking that I'm abandoning them or walking away from them or not caring about them. Like it's important to me that my friends know that I'm always there for them. So when I was like, you know what, let's talk about this tomorrow. You know, I instantly felt terrible about it because it's not like me to do that. You know, like sometimes it's not like me to need that, but I did need that. Yeah. Well, because for me, like I've always, I've always said this and, and you somehow have survived this. I, you know, I'm either going, you know, if I'm walking away from something, I'm walking away from it for the good of the other person, you know, but generally speaking, I'm going like, I want to get to the root of issues, but I was honestly at the point where I was like, you know what? I know this isn't going to end well, so I'm going to back away from here. You know, like I'm going to say something stupid. That's just how I, that's how I am sometimes, uh, a lot of times. Uh, and, and so, but the important part was coming back to it. You know, a lot of times people won't come back to the issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and once you come back to the issue, you need to be honest with both yourself and the other person about what got you to that point that you were like, you know what? I'm bouncing for now. Yeah. Yeah. That is a great point. That was one of the things I was going to say was, um, <laughs> well, sorry, I'm reading, uh, I'm reading your lines now. <laughs> um, one thing that Ruben values is honesty. Um, I think above a lot of other things you value honesty. And another thing you value is not making excuses. So when we address an issue, I try to legitimately not make excuses for myself and accept where I'm wrong. And I try to be honest with you because that like that speaks more to you than than apologizing. That's what I've learned. Yeah, I hate I hate people who apologize. I'm sorry. You know, like that's, it's it's something I I don't think even you understand why I don't like when people apologize. I don't really. Um, I'll explain, I'll explain it this way. 
Um, if you apologize for everything, you're apologizing for nothing, you know? And so I've said this over and over again. If I come to you and I say, Hey, I'm sorry about what happened or what I said or what I did. It's a big effing deal. Like I know. for me to get to the point where I, I'll apologize. Like I'll tell you, Oh, I'm sorry if you felt that way, you know, that's different from me saying, okay, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry for making you feel that way because there's two completely different things. I do not ever has, I do not ever. What's the word I'm looking for? Not hesitate. You don't hesitate. I don't hesitate. I'm hesitating right now. I don't <laughs> utter the words. I'm sorry. You know, unless I really mean it. Uh, because I feel like you're, you're watering down the word. I'm sorry. And, and, on the reverse of that, I also don't say I love things unless I actually love it. You know, like I'm not going to turn around and be like, Oh, I love this cheeseburger. And then turn to my wife and be like, Oh, I love you. Even though it's two completely separate levels of love, you're overusing that word and you're watering it down to where it means absolutely nothing. Like how, how can you love your wife and children and mother and brothers the same, you know, and love a hamburger? Well, I also do love hamburgers. I, and I'm just straight back to wanting a hamburger. What, what time can you get here? Cause there's a great <laughs> burger place not too far from here. <laughs> um, so with all that being said, um, invest in relationships that are important to you. But on the flip side, I want to end with this one real quick though. Learn the difference between friendships and relationships that are important to you and friendships and relationships that you think are important, but are actually toxic. Mm. There's a big difference between the two. Um, and thank you. Um, mm. You know, a lot of times we like, you know, if you're, if you're a people pleaser, um, you're not going to want to end a relationship or a friendship based off the way that they make you feel. They might make you feel important at times, but at the end of the day, it's really a toxic friendship and a toxic relationship and if you feel like a relationship that you're in is toxic or a friendship that you're in is toxic, don't be afraid to bounce. Mm. Don't be afraid to walk away, you know, and you don't even have to give an explanation. Like it's not your job to, if you, if it's a thing that continuously happens, it's not your job to continuously explain to them why you stopped talking to them because they obviously didn't listen the first 15,000 times that you told them. Yeah, I would say I would I would put a caveat in with that as uh, put in some effort before you decide that someone is toxic, because I have seen too many relationships. Uh, One specific girlfriend of mine, I saw her relationship end and neither one of them put any effort into fixing it. I mean. This was, you know, years after they should have gone into counseling, after they should have been having these kinds of conversations, addressing the issues that they had. I'm not saying they should have stayed together, but the way it ended wasn't good. And it wasn't good because they didn't put basically any effort into trying to fix these issues or even just trying to understand each other. So I think what you're saying is very wise, Ruben. And I have seen that work for a lot of people who just end those toxic relationships, toxic friendships, anything like that. And they just like walk away and don't ever talk to that person again. And it's like they never knew them. I've seen that be entirely beneficial. But try to fix it first. Because 
sometimes when you want to walk away and you fix it instead, it becomes twice the relationship it was before. Yeah, but then that's not really a toxic person. Um, exactly. So it's like identifying who is actually toxic and yeah. who you should put that effort into and how many times you need to put that effort into someone. Yeah, because because realistically what it comes down to is like if you're not careful and if you continuously give somebody um, an opportunity to try to explain themselves, um, it can just turn into them just manipulating you. Um, and that's when you become, that's when you get into the cycle of, you know, mentally abusive or even more so sometimes. So, you know, consult a friend, consult somebody you trust, somebody who knows both parties, you know, and if you're getting kind of a consensus that this is probably something that you should walk away from, you know, like, and you can do it safely, do it. Like, but don't be afraid to end toxic relationships. Like, yeah, yeah definitely. Like, it's not your responsibility to fix everybody. Agree. You know? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, and I think that uh, the people who are well adjusted, the people who have a lot to give and a lot to offer, I think when you find, first off, the first thing that's important to a relationship with somebody like that is you have to be that person yourself. And it's only when you are someone who doesn't need to be fixed that you can thrive with someone who doesn't need to be fixed. I remember um, one of the first difficult conversations that Brad and I had, I that thought occurred to me that he did not need to be fixed. And I, this is an Enneagram thing, and I know that Ruben's going to call me satanic, but my Enneagram type specifically, like I want to fix things. I'm a perfectionist. And when it comes to people, like that's one of the things that ruined my last relationship with my ex is I just, I could not accept. The guy I used to date... I couldn't accept a guy things. I used to. Di- wow. I just spit all over my computer. <laughs> like, I couldn't accept a guy that I wrong. used to date. Fine, a guy I used to date. I couldn't accept things that were wrong in the relationship. And I needed to constantly and consistently be like, okay, well, this is good. And I'm glad that we fixed this, but now we have to fix this other thing. And now we have to fix this. And now we have to fix this. And he was like, are you never going to be happy? And I was like, well, I can't be happy if we have all these problems, but um, I realized early on with Brad and I kind of broke down half laughing, half crying when I realized I didn't have to fix him. There was nothing that I had to fix about who he was. And that was a revelation to me. Um and I'm not saying that it's possible to find a perfect person. I'm not saying it's possible to be a perfect person. I'm not a perfect person. Can, can you hit that? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, for me, it should be like $12 in the jar because I'm so <laughs> terrible at it. No, you're not. Not a perfect person. Yeah, that was like almost there. Dollar in the jar. Thank you. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> how are our roles reversed i don't know i have one last fun uh tv show recommendation on on this subject for people if they would like to hear it or if ruben would like to hear it is it dharma and greg no okay go for it okay so one of my girlfriends recommended this show to me last week and i definitely binge it in like two days um but it is a hulu show and it's called Dollface. have you seen this show ruben Nope. <laughs> Why are you spraying Lysol? 
He like keeps sneezing and coughing in here. I'm afraid of giving myself coronavirus. <laughs> so this show, it's called Dollface. Um, it is a Hulu original. Sorry. It stars Cat uh, Dennings. She is uh she she's an american actress um she was in oh my gosh what is the show that she was in i gotta find it hold on uh she was on i believe uh two broke girls and she was in a couple of marvel movies um she was in some other movies she's fantastic um but she is basically her role she's the star of the film it also stars shay mitchell and brenda song and Brenda Song is a Wendy Wu homecoming warrior from any uh, for any Disney fans. She's um, also FYI. She's also the girl from uh, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Mm-hmm. She's fantastic. She's great. She's wonderful. And she got even more beautiful. If that's what possible to believe, I know. So this is an all-star female cast, and it stars Kat Dennings, who in the first episode gets dumped by her very longtime boyfriend of five years. Um, and it's like a, it's kind of a weird acid trip show. It's trash TV, but it's amazing. And basically the whole, the whole topic of this show is she gets dumped. He says, well, you get to spend time hanging out with your girlfriends now. And she realizes that she put so little time and effort over the last five years into maintaining her friendships that she no longer has friends and she doesn't have female friends. Um, Neither do I. So- and so the whole show is her basically trying to reconnect with those female friends and trying to learn how to be a friend. And it is a really funny show. It's very L.A. Uh, it's there. There is a woman with a cat head, which is strange. But all in all, it's a good show. And it's something that I've been enjoying watching as a girl who had trouble having girlfriends for a long time. So that is my recommendation for your interpersonal relationship investment TV. I also have trouble keeping girlfriends. That is a separate issue that we will talk about on another podcast episode. All right, man. Well, all right, man. (laughs) This has been an interesting conversation and I, I really appreciate you being open and honest with me on the internets in front of, hundred of people. Um, and I am looking forward to having more of these conversations in the near future. Um, head over as well. If you have a moment to head over to lifefriendshiptacos.com uh, and check out the new website, but also uh, we are going to be putting up a quick survey for you guys. Uh, we would like to hear from you going into our fifth season. So please, 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 please answer uh, and do stuff. Uh, also follow us on social media. We have a lot of, uh, of fun stuff coming up on our social media channels. So make sure to follow us. Uh, we have an Instagram page, uh, Moxie, what's our Instagram handle at best friend podcast. And of course we also have a Facebook page, which is very important to us right now. Cause we're trying to get to 1000 follows. Um, so I don't know why I turned into like a weird 1980s game show host. Um, <laughs> so our Facebook is facebook.com forward slash best friend show or just look up you're my best friend yes uh and if you really want to you can go to twitter but we really don't post on there stay off twitter right now it's a mess over there yeah the president got banned (laughs) we're not gonna talk about that
Yeah. Anyway. Uh, well, at this point, he's not banned. You know what? Never mind. Just we're, we're done. We're done talking about that. Uh, and of course, leave us a five star review if you can over on Apple Podcasts. Um, just FYI, we did switch over to a new host uh, and all of our stuff is being transferred over. Uh, if you are on anything other than Apple Podcast, you might not get the podcast at on time. Um, so the best place to listen to it or watch it is on YouTube, uh, youtube.com forward slash multimedia mouth. Can you say it with a little bit more multimedia mouth? A little bit less. There's no in between. <laughs> uh, or on our Apple podcast page, which the link is in our bio over at Instagram. Hopefully we'll have that situation fixed in the next week or so. Uh, but, you know, we still are uploading it to the, everywhere else once I realize that it's not on the other pages. But uh, there's nothing I can do about it right now, um, unfortunately. Is it Ryan Seacrest? What? You said we'd switched to a new host. Is it Ryan Seacrest? No, it's Carson Daly. <sighs> Darn it. I like Carson. I like Ryan. I like Ryan too. <laughs> but Carson's a friend. Every well, time you used to see me on the red carpet, you go, What's up, Ruben? <laughs> and I go, Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, my name is Ruben J. And my name is Moxie Ann. And we are out of patience. Yeah, you're not and wrong there. We're out of time. Yeah. Hey, you know what else we should do? What? We should tell people where to follow us on our personal stuff. We should. We never tell them that. No. I mean, it's on the screen. People can just see it. But uh, I'm at the Ruben J, and she's at. <laughs> Are you okay? It's not as cool as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> you can follow me at the Ruben J. And you can follow me at Moxian Music. And we are out of the internet. Goodbye. All right, time. Ah! <laughs> that was fun. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. 